Well, welcome to the extras, Mike. Yeah, this is exciting, Sam. Good to have you here. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks for organising this. Yeah, no worries. We're, we're in my office, and uh, it's a it's a pretty special studio here. Um, <laughs> we're calling this the extras, and the extras. Uh, we want to say welcome. Thanks for listening to our first episode. We'll, we'll see how we go with this. I kind of feel famous or something, like you know, podcast. Is that what you call this? Well, yeah, but that's why it's the extras because the extras are the no name people. And oh, the, 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 we're the, the extras. Don't, don't get a credit. We're, <laughs> we're the extras. No, but yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. They, they also, this is all, the reason we're doing this is uh, to try and answer some of your questions. Um, we have this great thing at Night Church where you can text in a question, and uh, many of you do. Uh, we, we love your questions, and uh, we're always sorry on a Sunday night when we don't get to answer your question. Totally, because so many of your questions are just so helpful for everybody, not just for you. And uh, it's just great for us to get the feedback and to hear what you guys are thinking, and uh, it really does push us on in our understanding too, doesn't it, Sam? Absolutely. I, I always feel like I learn something. I'm often in those two songs after uh, I've preached, someone will ask a question that makes me think and makes me go back to the Bible, and, uh, and I'm really grateful for them. Uh, but what happens is, at the moment, there are lots of questions that we don't get to, and uh, we do our best. We don't always get back to you individually. Um, yeah, sorry tro- about that. Yeah, sorry for that. But that's part of what we're trying to do here is... Uh, not only get back to you individually, but also get back to the whole church um, and share, hopefully, some of the, the good stuff that comes out of your questions um, more broadly. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to do today. And uh, today we're talking Proverbs. Proverbs, yeah. So we looked at Proverbs chapter one, the kind of the back end of chapter one on Sunday night. It was Mother's Day. Um, we had a good night. There's a few people missing. Bit of a Mother's Day kind of uh, hangover. It was cold. Not the right re- it was cold. Yeah. And we were at North Rocks Primary School again. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. So Proverbs chapter 1, look, if you weren't there, let me just give you a quick summary of Proverbs chapter 1. Uh, the, the big idea was kind of uh, who you're listening to, that Proverbs will grow, uh, sorry, that wisdom will grow and show itself by who you listen to. And uh, the, the, the passage kind of breaks up into three chunks. There was listening to parents, the importance of that, that'll help you to be wise. Um, not listening to temptation. Uh, so easy to listen to temptation's alluring call on our lives, but wisdom doesn't because wisdom sees the end point of any temptation, which is um, ultimately uh, sin and death. And then thirdly, wisdom listens to wisdom. Uh, wisdom is personified as a, as a woman crying out to get our attention. And if we listen to her, um, we will have... Um, Not only wisdom, but riches and blessing and security and ultimately life. That was kind of the big idea of Sunday night, Sam. Yeah, that was good. um, We've got some questions coming out of that uh, from Sunday night, some that we didn't get to. Um, One of the questions that we want to um, think about is um, uh, just the nature of wisdom and the fear of the Lord. Um, So... Proverbs 1 verse 7 is a pretty key verse, um, says that the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and fools despise wisdom and instruction. So it seems to be this um, sense, and you've been defining fear of the Lord for us helpfully over the last couple of Sundays. Um, can you remind us, what, what was your definition of um, fear of the Lord? Yeah, so my definition, remember I kind of said two weeks ago, I'd love you to be reading Proverbs because that's really how you're going to work out what the fear of the Lord means. But uh, my little cheat note uh, is uh, the fear of the Lord means to live every aspect of your life 
in worshipful submission to God. Um, so Proverbs pushes us practically in every aspect of life. Um, wisdom encourages us to worship God because God is God and we're not. And so we revere him. We, 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 uh, we submit to him because his ways are wiser than ours and because Proverbs says we're naturally actually not wise. And so that's why we need God's revealed wisdom to us. So one of the questions there then uh, that we've got is, um, is fear of the Lord and wisdom, are they, are they the same thing? Are they, are they different? It's, it's, Proverbs 1.7 seems to suggest that fear of the Lord sort of leads you to wisdom, whereas the beginning of, of wisdom and instruction and knowledge. Yep, um, yep. Or other, and, and, and your definition, you could almost say wisdom is living every aspect of your life in sort of submission to, to, to God. Um, are they the same thing, fear of the Lord and wisdom? Or is there a difference? How, how does that work? Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? Because sometimes uh, kind of the, the horse is before the cart and sometimes the cart is before the horse. In other words, sometimes wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Sometimes the fear of the Lord leads to wisdom. So it's a little bit tricky. And I think basically the two are synonymous. And I think the reason why it doesn't always feel that way is just the nature of the genre of Proverbs. That Proverbs is quite... Um, poetic in its style, um, even kind of uh, talks about parables. Um, so uh, I think we can say they're pretty synonymous, the fear of the Lord and wisdom, and that kind of both can lead to each other or both can equate to the other. Um, but I think basically you can define both wisdom and the fear of the Lord as living every aspect of your life in worshipful submission to God. Susan, that's one of the things we're going to see. I don't want to steal your thunder for this week, but you, right. you see there, don't you, in chapter 2, um, that uh, if you call out to wisdom and lift your voice to understanding, if you seek it like silver, uh, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. So it sort of feels like there, seek wisdom and you'll get the fear of the Lord. That's it. Whereas chapter 1 is sort of saying, uh, find the fear of the Lord and get wisdom. That's it. There's this kind of circular, recursive That's right. relationship between the between the two, which, yeah, I think, like you said, sort of hooks them hooks them in together, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, now another question um, came in Sunday night, um, and the question was: uh, Is Proverbs is there something there for the non-Christian, or are these just is this wisdom for the Christian, the one who who does fear the Lord? Um, who's who's Proverbs written to? Yeah. Great. I think you'd want to say originally Proverbs were written for God's people, God's old covenant people, Israel. And so the assumption is it's kind of, if you like, for the insider. But of course, Proverbs um, is for the unbeliever in the sense that it tells the unbeliever where to start on the journey to wisdom, and that is the fear of the Lord. Um, and so it'd be great for a non-Christian. <laughs> Just getting our, our note fact for, for lunch here at church. Uh, sorry about that. You, you're welcome to join us for lunch if, you, if you're listening now and it's still still Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, yes, a non-Christian unbeliever, please read Proverbs and you'll see that it all begins with the fear of the Lord. And if you start there, you will be wise. And then once you put that foundation stone down in your life, once you build on the solid foundation of the fear of the Lord, which uh, remember if we read 
Proverbs in light of the whole Bible means actually putting your faith and your trust in Jesus. Then the rest of Proverbs will flesh out what a wise life will look like, having built on the fear of the Lord. And so that's where we get all the other fabulous details about every aspect of life and how we can live that in worshipful submission to God. Some people would want to shortcut that process. and I mean, obviously, we're not going to encourage them to do that. We, we want you to know the fear of the Lord. We want you to become a Christian. Absolutely. Um, is there something in, in the, the, the sort of the chapter 11 onwards bit of Proverbs, which is some of that sort of just that, those beautiful little two-liners um, that, that capture something of how the world works? Is there something there for the non-Christian if they, if they haven't yet come to the fear of the Lord? How's that work? Yeah, I think, uh, for example... Um, if someone as a non-believer read Proverbs wisdom on things like how to work hard or how to manage your money or how to do marriage or family well, I think they, the, even the non-Christian can benefit from that and can learn some wisdom. Uh, but Proverbs always points us back to the foundation, which is the fear of the Lord. And if you don't have that foundation right, if you don't build on that solid rock, and all the other wisdom will help you a little bit, but ultimately won't make you ultimately wise. And mm. so there is some benefit, but it is far limited um, if you don't get that foundation right. Beautiful. All right. Um, uh, it's just our last question from, from Sunday night, at least. Um, we had quite a few people asking, actually. This is sort of the hot, the hot question. I'm sorry we didn't get to it Sunday night because we just sort of felt like there were other ones that we, we felt were more helpful. But it is an interesting question. And, it, and it's a question about um, how wisdom, at least in the, in the back half of chapter one, seems to get talked about in, in a feminine kind of way with, with, as a she. Yes. Um, that, yes. that wisdom is sort of like lady wisdom. Yes. Um, and lots of people were asking, is there some significance behind wisdom being female? Um, are girls just wiser than guys? That's where <laughs> the source of wisdom comes from. Yeah, um, yeah. Can you, can you give us a bit of insight? Yeah. There? Look, most of the women I meet are wiser than blokes. <laughs> um, Sorry, blokes. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I can understand where that question comes from. So... Uh, wisdom is very often um, personified as a woman and uh, personification is this wonderful liter uh, literary device that just helps to make um, something like wisdom that kind of feels a little bit conceptual um, a little bit more relatable and I think that's what uh, it does for us in the book of Proverbs. It just kind of puts, I guess, some flesh and bones on, on this concept of wisdom and um, emphasizes the fact that um, wisdom is something to relate to, to, to uh, um, uh, what's the word, to, to go for, um, and, and something that is actually attainable, something that's close by, that's um, in the here and now. Now, why, though, personified as a woman? And it's really interesting in Proverbs is that you've got um, wisdom personified as a woman. And also, actually, you have folly personified as a woman. Um, and I'm not quite sure why a woman. I'm not sure if it's because women are naturally wiser. But, of course, if wisdom is personified as folly, does that mean wisdom, uh, women are more foolish? Well, I don't think so either. So, just specifically there. So, yeah. um, 
wisdom gets personified as a woman, but so does folly. So yeah. if we're going to say that it's just women in general who are wiser, well, then we'd have to also say it's women in general who are more folly. Yeah. That's not what that's not what Proverbs is doing. Well, and it can't be both, can't it? Mm. Um, so I don't think it's particularly making a point about gender. It's mm. just a literary device to help mm. us to see... Um, wisdom in its fullness in, in a sense that it, that way it's a little bit like how in, in, in sort of the we don't do this as much anymore but, but we talk about things like ships or aircraft as, as a grand lady and uh, give them not that there's anything feminine about being a ship that's right but that's just one of the ways that we, when we want to personify the ship uh, it tends to go female it sort of feels the same in Proverbs doesn't it yeah that's right and I'm not quite sure why we call ships She's. Um. <laughs> if you know why, why don't you email us in? Hey, and, we'd uh, we'll... love love to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, that that's really helpful, Mike. Um, uh, now we're sort of moving towards the end here, which is good. Um, but do you want to give us um, putting you on the spot here a little bit? But give us a little bit of a, a sneak peek as to where are we going this Sunday? What's what's on the menu, proverbs wise? What's our passage? Great. Yeah. Well, I'm. Uh, I haven't nailed it down yet but in my reading so far um, we have this great offer again from from Lady Wisdom um, that if we seek her out uh, if we um, search for her then wisdom will come to us in fact God will give us this wisdom and, and this wisdom um, in chapter 2 both protects us and guards us and enriches us um, and so again, it's this wonderful promise to say, if you want to be wise, God will give you wisdom and all the blessings that come with it. And so again, it's just a really, really attractive offer to get wisdom. Nice. So we're looking whole of chapter two. That's it. So yeah, you want to read ahead for this Sunday night? That would be great. In, um, read uh, chapter two. There's sort of 22 verses you want to get into there yeah. and uh, get get ready to go. And mate, one, one thing I really enjoyed last Sunday night was uh, the four or five people who stood up at the start of church and shared their favourite kind of pro- proverb of the week. That was just really encouraging. There were some good fun ones. There were yeah. some serious ones. And yeah. uh, So if perhaps people want to read chapters 12 and 13 as well in Proverbs and uh, be prepared to, to stand up and share their fave, that'd, yeah. be, that'd be great too. That was a real blessing. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, jump in, read Proverbs 2, read Proverbs 12 and 13. That'll help you for being ready for Sunday night. Mate, I think that's probably everything we've got for today for the extras. Beautiful. Um, thanks, thanks for helping us that way. Um, this Sunday night, we are not yet sure where we're going to be leading, <laughs> and uh, we will let you know when we know. Stay tuned. Uh, keep, keep praying for us on that front. Pray, and, and please, thanks for your patience, and please keep being patient just as we put things back together after after the break-in. It's, it's a big frustration, and um, yeah, yeah. We, we'll keep you posted as to details and stuff as they come. Yeah. All right, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Sam. We'll see you later. Thanks, everyone. Bye.